0: Now on WCHL, a page from D.G. Martin's Notebook. I have to vote to break a tie on town council's votes all the time. The mayor of a small North Carolina mountain town told a friend of mine. When they did lock it's a three-to-three vote with the same people always voting together. Three of them are Methodists and the other three are Baptists. They just stick together no matter what the issue. Well, what denominational preference might have to do with things like where to put a stoplight and how much to pay the police chief and where to extend water lines, what streets to pave, or the hundreds of other small but important decisions local government has to make. The mayor didn't try to explain. The loyalty of these town board members to their religious colleagues robs the town, of course, of the benefit of the individual and collective experience and wisdom that council members could apply to working out pragmatic approaches to the town's non-sectarian municipal challenges. Such local government decision-making should not be handicapped by religious doctrine or or loyalties. Similarly, a small-town government can often do better if its elected officials face challenges and work together without regard to political party affiliations. Of course, our two-party political system plays an important and constructive uh, role in government, but imposing two-party partisan elections and divisions on small local governments can be counterproductive. For instance, in making a decision about whether to run for local office, a a moderate, independent-minded pragmatist might be unwilling to align with either of the two major political parties just to get on the ballot and it is virtually impossible for a registered, independent, or unaffiliated voter to get on the ballot. So the 30% of North Carolina voters who are registered as independents are effectively disqualified from running in partisan elections. That's bad for small local governments, but it's even worse for North Carolina courts, thanks to our General Assembly's recent action that makes all judicial elections partisans. Most judges say that they put aside their politics when they put on their judicial robes. They say their decisions are guided by the law, not by their political party affiliations or platforms. Good judgment, wisdom, experience, and the law, not political party, should guide judges in presiding over criminal cases and business disputes, divorce and custody issues, and hundreds of other matters that make their way into our courts. Supporters of the legislature's actions remind us that politics has always played some role in judicial selection and and they're correct but this history does not make expanding the political role a good thing at least not for those who would like to keep politics out of the courtroom And if we want to encourage fair-minded independent thinking lawyers to consider seeking a judge's position why prevent good lawyers who are registered independents If you, like me, don't have an answer to this question, ask your legislators. This is D.G. Martin.